वी हैव ऑल हैड दैट मोमेंट इन आवर लाइफ वेर वी विश्ड ओनली इफ आई कुड गो बैक इन टाइम आई वुड बी एबल टू मेक एवरी थिंग राइट हेलो एंड वेलकम टू द टीन एक्स साइंस शो आई एम सारंग योर होस्ट एंड टूडे वी आर गोइंग टू बी टॉकिंग अबाउट टाइम ट्रैवल सो टाइम ट्रैवल इज वन ऑफ द मोस्ट फैसिनेटिंग थिंग्स आउट देयर ऑल द साईफाई वेब सीरीज लाइक टाक डॉक्टर हु और इवन ब्लॉकबस्टर मूवीज लाइक टर्मिनेटर एवेंजर्स एंड गेम एंड टेनेट ऑल दीज एड टू एंटरटेनिंग एंड माइंड बॉगलिंग टाइम ट्रैवल थ्यूरीज बट इज इट एक्चुअली पॉसिबल और ऑल दीज जस्ट मेड वेन वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट टाइम वन ऑफ द बिगेस्ट टीम्स दैट कम इन टू द फ्रेम इज एल्बर्ट आइंस्टाइन सो वी नीड टू नो वॉट people thought of time before einstein and after einstein before einstein derived his theories physicists defined time as basically a force that moves as a straight line and is constant everywhere no matter what in the earlier times they only had few laws of physics and that was called basic physics they had newton's laws of motion that they used for defining time and they defined it as a force that moves in a straight line and always moves in forward direction but a lot of questions started arising when a scientist named maxwell experimentally verified that the speed of light is constant no matter what when this experiment of maxwell came out einstein was just 16 years old but he had begun thinking of light's behavior he did a thought experiment where he rode on one light wave and looked at another light wave moving parallel to him according to newton's laws and classical physics it should say that the light wave einstein was looking at would have a relative speed of zero but this contradicted maxwell's equation that showed that light has always the same speed so when he grew up he concluded that simultaneity is relative events that occur at the same time for one observer could occur at different times for another einstein took the example of a train moving on a track which has a tree on each side of it and a person sitting inside it a person must be standing outside observing the trees if a lightning struck both the trees at the same time it would appear at different times for the person sitting in the train because the train is in motion and one of the light waves would have to travel more distance than the other so the person sitting in the train would see that the lightning struck at two different times but if a person is standing at rest he would see that the lightning struck at the same time this led him to the contrary idea to that of newton that time flows differently according to the state of motion and to the conclusion that distance is also relative as a result he made a world famous equation e is equals to mc square where e stands for energy m stands for mass and c square is the square of the speed of light According to him any sort of energy can be converted into mass or any mass can be converted into energy 
As a result of all this, he found out that space and time were interwoven as a single continuum known as space-time. It would look similar to if you took a sheet of paper and tied it from all four sides. So according to him, time was not actually moving straight but time could be bent. As he worked out the equations for his general theory of relativity, Einstein realized that massive object caused a distortion in space-time. Imagine setting a large body in the center of a trampoline. The body would press down the fabric causing it to dimple. And if we keep a marble at the end of the trampoline, it would spiral inwards towards the body. Pretty much same, the way gravity of a planet pulls a rock in space. So space-time is a continuum and gravity of a planet bends the space-time continuum so time has to bend around the planet which means that mass can actually bend the curve of time. So you may ask, if we can move through space in any direction and space-time is a continuum, why can't we move in all directions in time? This is what is called the arrow of time in physics. In physics, it is described using the second law of thermodynamics, which says that the system will gain disorder or entropy over time. Before the Big Bang happened, everything was supposedly compacted into an infinitely small point. And after the Big Bang, it started moving from order to disorder. This is where time had started and according to physicists, time can only move forward because it has to move towards the disorder of the universe. We can see this happening because as the time passes, the distance between two galaxies keeps on increasing because galaxies, they are not like in a fixed size. They are they are increasing due to the th second law of thermodynamics and it keeps on moving towards disorder. So pretty much time travel is possible theoretically. We are all traveling forward in future at the speed of one second per second. But you would say what's the fun in that? We need to move to future to see did we conquer Mars? Did extraterrestrial people come to Earth or did we create a moving galaxy? Did we go to the black hole? Did we use wormholes? We need to go to the past to see if dinosaurs were actually killed by a meteor or to even meet Albert Einstein and tell him see this is how time works. But it is not quite possible. Uh, there are some theories that state that time travel to past is possible. One of the biggest theories is the traveling of a person more than the speed of light. Because according to Einstein's theories, time is inversely proportional to the speed of light. So as we approach the speed of light, the time tends to go towards stop and as soon as we reach the speed of light time should be stopped there for as compared to a person who is not moving so a theory exists 
theory exists that if we move faster than the speed of light we should actually travel backwards in time because time would be negative at that point but one of the biggest problems right now is we can't even go one tenth the speed of light and if we even reach that point we do not certainly know that if it is possible or not the second theory includes the formation of a wormhole so wormholes are basically wormholes as called by some physicists are also known as einstein rosen bridge according to it uh, black holes have so much mass that they completely bend that the space time curvature around it is completely bend and if we open another white hole at the other end of the space time curvature we might be able to join them both at a point and travel through the black hole and get out of the white hole you can understand this as if uh, if we take a piece of paper and uh, join both its edges and then instead of traveling the complete curve from one point to other we just put a pencil through the paper and reach from the top to the bottom since black holes have so much mass the time around it is stopped so if we travel through a black hole and exit through a white hole the time that we take to travel all through this through this portal uh, wouldn't actually count and if we come back to our starting point we would uh, we would actually be traveling to the past uh, however white holes right now are only theoretically possible einstein predicted black holes hundreds of years ago and the first picture we got of black hole was recently in was recently in 2019 so it took so much time for us to confirm just that black holes exist then imagine how much time it would take for us to find a black hole which is connected to a white hole and actually prove that these kind of wormholes exist so let us just imagine that humans are somehow with the help of the current growing technology able to make a wormhole one of the biggest problems they will have to keep up with the wormhole is that it would have so much mass that gravity would always act upon closing it one of the solutions for it not closing is exotic matter it is the kind of matter that does not exist right now but it would have negative mass which would keep the wormhole stable so we did so much technological advancement how do we travel in past now so imagining that we were able to keep make exotic matter and make a custom wormhole we would also be able to travel at the speed of light so one theory suggests that if we keep a uh, wormholes one end at a certain point in space that is continuously revolving around the earth and then we take the second wormhole the second end of a wormhole 
put it in a spaceship and move it at the speed of light for one to two years the time for the second entrance of the wormhole would actually stop and when we return if we go through the entrance of the wormhole that is not moving at the speed of light we would actually exit through the wormhole that is moving at a speed of light and has traveled less time than the actual entrance so we essentially traveled in the past but that would actually mean that we can only go to the point where the wormhole was created so going to past meeting einstein and dinosaur is kind of a bummer time travel into past is also kind of theoretically impossible some of the biggest problems in traveling to the past are the grandfather paradox and the butterfly effect so the grandfather paradox says that if you manage to create a time machine and you go back in time and your time machine lands on your grandfather and he dies that means that your father was never born and neither were you so you were never able to make a time machine and nor were you able to go back so this continues as a loop of confusions creating problems for people to travel to the past one of the solutions to this was novikov's self-consistency principle which meant that if something uh, is not meant to happen even in our past the probability of happening will become zero due to quantum conscience which uh, which means that if you would try to shoot your grandfather i mean i don't know why we would even try to do that but if you would try to shoot your grandfather the gun would misfire or the bullet would not reach him or something like that and the event would never happen the second problem was known as the butterfly effect so someone uh, so this is kind of a story imagine that uh, a person made time machine and send you backwards just to hunt a t-rex you do nothing you change nothing you hunt a t-rex you get it back because they are going to extinct anyways but accidentally you step on a butterfly so the butterfly was not there at the first place then the lizard that ate that butterfly was not there and so the chain goes on and we never know what the consequence of a so small event that occurred would be maybe uh, there would be no lizards and the insects would be so much in number that humans at one point or they would attack humans at one point and we would not be able to evolve or something like that so a theoretical solution to this was parallel world formation like this is complete science fiction stuff that if something happens a parallel world is formed but then time travel to past would become a one-way ticket because if you travel to past and a parallel world is formed you would never be able to reach the actual timeline that you started in so time travel into past is not kind of very realistic as the late stephen hawking said in his book black holes and baby universes 
the best evidence we have that time travel into the past is not possible and never will be is that we have not been invaded by hordes of tourists from the future. So unless and until a miracle happens, traveling into the past is kind of a bummer. Traveling into the future is quite possible. One of the biggest examples that people are even doing today is that they freeze their bodies into liquid nitrogen believing that people in the future would be so advanced that people would be able to take them out, unfreeze their brain and make them work as normal. So imagine if this happens thousand years in the future, you would actually be traveling thousand years into the future. The biggest problem with this is that we don't know if our brain would be able to survive this much of time. Uh, but it doesn't actually break any laws of physics. We are just increasing the amount of time we would actually be alive using biology. So this doesn't break any laws of physics, but it would definitely take a lot of knowledge by some biologists to make a human back to work after being frozen for around 1000 years. A second theory, and this is actually popular due to the movie Interstellar. Uh, I assume many of you would have watched the movie Interstellar. When Cooper and his crew went to the planet which was near black hole, the gravitational uh, power of the black hole was so much that it actually slowed down time for the planet. So when they came back, they saw after one or two years, they saw that the crew on the spaceship had aged a lot as compared to them. This is one of the most popular physics theories and uh, uh, Christopher Nolan is actually a great producer. He put so many physicists and Interstellar is the closest you would see to something actually scientific in a science fiction. This is what happens actually if you move near to a black hole. A black hole has so much gravitational energy that it essentially stops time around it. If we move near the black hole or we revolve around it for even one or two years, it would actually mean that a lot of years would have passed here on Earth or anywhere on the spaceships. So that is one of the biggest theories. But the problem here is that the gravitational pull of a black hole is so, so strong that going very near to it would actually suck us inside the black hole. And uh, by till now, we don't know what actually exists inside a black hole. So we would never actually be able to come out of it. Unless, uh, unless obviously we are moving faster than the speed of light, which is impossible currently. Uh, so the easiest way to travel into future, just go near a black hole, stay there for one or two years and come back. You would essentially have traveled 40 or 45 years in future. But is it worth it? No. And do we have the technology? Not right now, but 
so many advancement who would have thought that computers would exist around 20 or 30 years ago who would have thought that computers and mobiles would have would be so important to us so we never know there are actually people existing on the earth that have traveled few traveled uh, at least a few milliseconds in time uh, if a person spends uh, almost if a person spends an year in a, a spaceship, he would have actually traveled around 38 milliseconds than a person who is staying here on Earth. This is called time dilation because gravity is not acting as much on them as a person on Earth. They would actually have to experience a little bit of less time than a person staying on Earth. So these were all theories about traveling in past or in future. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and leave your suggestion on what you want to listen in the upcoming episode of Teen X Science Show. This is Sarang signing off. Until the next time.